and welcome for the first time to the In the Vault podcast, but not the first time for Jordan and I. Jordan's a seasoned vet in the podcast game. Yeah, this isn't our first attempt at this podcast thing. Some might say it's our third at this almost exact same format. <laughs> so my background is as a Detroit Tigers podcaster. Um, started the the podcast Dianos. For those in the state of Michigan, you may have, may have heard of it. It was the largest independent Tigers podcast out there. Um, eventually, just being terrible year after year after year, uh, kind of beat the will to continue to podcast out of both of us. Um, so we kind of took an indefinite hiatus. I mean, maybe, maybe if Scott Harris gets it turned around, we'll, we'll you know, dust off the old microphone And when you say again, both of us, that is not me. That is not you, yes. yes. It's you and your um, kind of like undercover? It was like yes. an undercover co-host? Yes, yeah. undercover co-host, yeah. 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 Um, but we also did what we just, so we had Big Rip, which was focused on sports cards, fully grown men with our guy, Jordan Ryan, which was kind of similar to what this is going to be. And uh, I did South Bend Beat, which was a local podcast. And then we both did my first, which was, so before we get into this stuff, like we'll quickly say, we're going to, we're going to mix in some old stuff from my first, including some unreleased stuff with some fairly big names from athletes back in the day. Shockingly big names. Shockingly big names that we somehow, I'm sure we'll get to that story at one point or another, how that even happened. Life was real weird for like six months. It was, it was like, remember going to my house and setting up a mock studio in about 10 minutes to talk to, I believe Jim Jackson. No, that was Doug Christie. Doug Christie. Talk about him going to North Korea with uh, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> it was it was a weird six months that at some point you'll hear that story, but we'll start mixing in those interviews along with some with Big Rip. We're going to talk some sports cards. Um, those We talked to some real big names there. But for today, this is just going to be a little teaser, kind of get into it. Um, Jay Hall you know, kind of has the uh, itinerary, what we're yeah. going to be getting into. But it's mostly, let's like big, big picture at what this is going to be. So big picture – we're going to talk about the things that that we talk about all the time. We're going to talk about sports, sports gambling, uh, documentaries. I would just say kind of the the things that that people our age are, are into. I guess I people our age that we hang out with yeah. are into. I'm sure that people are into other things, but these are these are the cool things, the finer things in life. It's the things we talk about when the cameras aren't even on. Yes, definitely. And it's we do so i mean we work together we have normal day jobs but um a lot of our day is centered around sports gambling fantasy sports um cards kind of uh get up with greeny i mean that's just kind of what we do yeah it's it's a, a a dream situation for the most part not a, not a whole lot of work gets done but you know yeah it's it, we uh, squeeze it in when when possible <laughs> so let's get to um Today, the re so the reason we chose this week to get rolling is we just finished week zero college football, and we wanted to get some things in before the season started. There's also some things that have happened the past 24 to 48 hours. So it's been real what, weird. What do you want to start with? All right, let, let's get to the news first. All right, two women were shot, and a Vanilla Ice concert was canceled Friday at Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago after a woman snuck a gun in uh, past metal detectors by hiding it in the folds of her belly fat. And it discharged, hitting multiple people, as reported by Peggy Kuzinski. Um, so we have a long history uh, of us and our, our friend group, and, and even Jordan Ryan, who happens to be a White Sox fan, of making fun of the White Sox. Yeah. This story is so White Sox that it absolutely hurts. It Like, 
if if there were a draft of what fan base was this, and it's just those details, they're one one, right? E- easily, it's either either them or the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and it's I, I I don't even know everything off the top of my head. I think Jordan sent us a text, but the highlight or sizzle reel of what the White Sox disaster of a season has turned into is very funny. I mean, they've cleaned house, they've underperformed. Um, Tim Anderson, Tim got, Anderson got absolutely dropped. And in the process of getting dropped, their, I, I can't call him star, but their big corner outfielder somehow hurt himself again. Um, he's hurt himself. Unfortunately, he didn't miss time. It would have been so funny if he were out for like two months because of being a, a non-participant in a, in a brawl. And he's always hurt. And I... Has he ever had a non-weird injury? I don't think They're so. They're all weird. They're all super weird. And they have. there's threats of moving the team to Nashville. Um, Honestly, it would be doing everyone a favor, except for maybe Nashville. It would be. <laughs> it would be very funny. And and this woman shooting herself is uh, and hiding the gun in her belly fat. First is, of all, let's give her some credit. That's genius. Like, if, if, the, if you're into having a gun on you, which I'm, I'm not, but you do you, boo. I mean, show me a better way to get it through security. You can't. Also, it worked. What did she think was going to happen in this game? I mean, to be came... fair, it's a White Sox game. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's going to be popping off. Yeah, it's been it's been a long season for the White Sox. Um, I guess we never we never mentioned we're based out of South Bend, so we're in the shadow of Notre Dame, but we're seventy miles from the stadium. Um, first so, thing, first thing we see when we come into Chicago. Yeah, just like the city would draw it up. Yeah. It's you get past the beautiful Gary and Hammond and then cross the state line and yeah, really, there's Gary really nothing Ray. changed. <laughs> um, before we move off this subject, you're, I guess, the the prosecutor in the city of Chicago. How are you punishing her? I think it's been punishment enough at this point. It, I mean, she shot herself. She presumably had to watch some amount of White Sox baseball before this <laughs> happened. I, I don't know how much more you can really throw the book at her. I think he, she has to go in the next season of Biggest Loser. Yeah, or I, honestly, what would she take between you have to go on Biggest Loser, option two is a year of jail time, option three is you're watching first pitch, first pitch to last pitch of every home game next year. Those, those are three rough options. I think she'd probably go jail jail yeah i know i would three hots in a cot you can't can't beat it um another weird instance of of baseball fans just being super strange monday night in colorado uh two fans rushed from the stands and kind of did a a hug tackle on ronald acuna jr in right field um after several seconds security kind of awkwardly intervened and he appears unharmed um, have you, uh, I guess before I, I get going on how crazy this is, have you ever had thoughts? You know what? Maybe I do want to be on the field of a professional or college sporting events. I've never, it's never crossed my mind. I don't, surely all of these are alcohol induced. I would hope so. It sounded like these dudes were fans. Oh, so they, they weren't trying to harm. Like this is like, they cause wanted... you see it se- semi-regularly in Europe. Like a fan will run on the pitch and try and get a selfie with Ronaldo or something. So it was more like that. I, yeah, I don't, I know they went to jail. That Um, seems fair. I think we should accept just as, as humans and as sports fans, once a fan kind of the, let's call it the Jermaine O'Neal rule. Once you enter the field of play, you're fair game. I think that's fair. 
I mean, if yeah. Acuna wants to rip your head off, he, he should have every right to do so. That being said, if you get on the field, do your business, and make it back to the stands, I think, yeah. you're, you're safe. I agree. I think that would be a fair, yeah. and I think it would, I don't know, make things more interesting, but I think it would a couple times after getting Kyle Farnsworth when you go on the field, I think it would probably settle people down. Plus it would give the, the athletes something to look forward to. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine like some of these psychos if, if a player ran on the field, like the old school Farnsworth or, yeah. you know, just what someone. I would love to see is Zach Greinke. He's like a psychological mastermind. I don't even think he would hurt them. He'd whisper he would, something in their ear and their face would turn just be devastated. white yeah. and be like, what'd you say to him? He's like, I don't know. Can't tell Weird kid. How would you punish them? Uh, you say punish them? Yeah. Uh, well, they spend a night in jail, but I feel like there should be something else. I mean, they surely they get like lifetime bans or something. Yeah. Um, they should. This was it in Atlanta? No, it was in Colorado. Oh, so they're they, watching Rockies baseball all year. That's not, like they. That's not. Fun. You could have put them up against the Flash every, and they have to keep doing it until they win. Like back to 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 back until they win. Um, in Denver, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could force them to hike or something. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I take but, once again, I take jail. And again, ro- watching Rockies baseball is a, seems like punishment enough. Yeah. Um, speaking of stupid, Tuesday night, uh, the Angels, having recently depleted their farm system to acquire Lucas Gelito, placed oh him on waivers gosh. along with. Matt Moore, Ronaldo Lopez, Hunter Renfro, Randall Gritchick, uh, poor Mike Trout. I mean, I just can't catch a break. What, is this the worst trade deadline in the history of baseball? It has to be. Like, you gutted your farm system to not have a guy, what, a month later? Yeah. And you failed to trade a generational talent that would have. I think he alone could have sent you from the 27th farm system to the top 10. I mean, the teams that are in it would have just. The Dodgers, they would have emptied it out to get Shohei. Why, why would you not have? And it's I, th- I believe they've won seven games since the break. They're not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Shohei, Even the Tigers are pushing yeah. seven wins since the break. <laughs> Shohei ripped his elbow. Trout came back for one game or less than one game, got yeah. hurt again. Um, it's I think it's – I think – and we just talked about the White Sox. I think the Angels are the most just devastating fan yeah, base. I mean, they're a – Pure poverty franchise. Uh, it's 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 as Logan Roy would say, they are not serious people. <laughs> um, so, uh, according to sources, college football took place this past weekend. As Big J journalists, uh, we had boots on the ground for yeah. one of the games. Tell yeah. us about your experiences. I went to Dublin. It was, I'd say, like pregame leading up to it was probably more interesting than the game. Um, they shut down a street, bunch of Notre Dame fans. It I like I was fairly confident they were going to cover twenty and a half, but I thought it'd be like last score of the game is going to either cover or not cover. Um, it turns out that having a competent quarterback plays a big role. Um, like this is a game last year, Notre Dame I believe won by three points, um, while blowing almost a thirty point lead in the process. Honestly, I'm surprised. With Drew, was, was this during yeah. the Pioneer? I'm surprised you built a 30-point Um I, th- I believe the lead was largely on the legs of Audrey Gestime. But it, like, it's a game that was close last year. It's a game that they probably could have won by 50 or 60 this year. It, And to be fair, Sam Hartman is like 24, 25 years old. He's a, like, gr- he's a grown man. And, and we'll get to it in the futures. Like, that usually bodes well for seasons. But 
he it's very different. You saw up close and personal Drew Pine in the Stanford game oh, last it year. It was so funny. Which is the second most depressing game I've ever been to. I've been to a lot of Notre Dame games. That was the second most depressing one ever. It was Was it depressing or was it funny? Like it wasn't a good season. It was hus- hysterically bad. Surely at some point it's just It was you know, funny. I think where I was bummed was there as you know a group came up mm. and there was a lot of people that like Good Notre Dame games are like any other huge game. They're very fun. They're very loud. It, this was so depressing. Like there, it was so quiet. There was a, there was one play I believe the whole game to cheer about, and yeah. the rest was like Stanford was terrible. Drew Pine was Drew Pine five yard crossers he wasn't completing. It was so depressing. So it was fun to watch a quarterback that knows what he's doing. Um, Navy's not going to be great. The huge thing about that game is getting Navy out of the way week one. And escaping with no injuries to your defensive line. Yeah, that's nice. Massive. (laughs) Playing them week six is a completely different animal, and it's absolutely terrible. But um, it was fun. The Irish people were pretty funny. They loved the flyover. They they called it American footy. They kept calling the game a match. Um, They weren't entirely sure what was going on at all times, but they were very drunk. They had a very good time. Um, Our seats, we were very close to the field, but they were not good seats. About 80 yards of the field, we were watching the Jumbotron. But it was fun. It was, it was like, cold and rainy. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it with both our teams. Both our teams are top 10 teams. We'll be in the mix this year. Um, but we are, the next few weeks, our teams are not going to be anything really yeah. worth mentioning. Not, not going to be uh, challenged. Yeah. In that game, uh, a, cl- a close friend of mine who also is a Notre Dame fan convinced me that it's going to be a very low-scoring first half, and that the, they were going to blow them out in the second half. So I had the game under and the second half as the highest-scoring half, which not I, even close. I for some so I put my my bet in before I left to go to Europe, which was this was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And first, I thought all I took was Notre Dame to cover twenty and a half, and I like load up. And I'm like, how did I lose that bet? I took the over fifty, which forty-two to three is not. Over fifty. So, it, did agreed. you hit your under? It was uh, it was parlay. So, oh, okay, it did not. It, it, yeah, um, I, did. I actually had an adjusted under. So it was I think fifty two. But yeah, it was mm-hmm. it it was fun to watch. We in Mike get killed for this. In all honesty, we left with nine minutes in the third quarter <laughs> <laughs> because it was had an early flight the next day. It was very clear that Navy was not going to move the football. Um, I did like your text. Maybe two series into the game. Where he said it is unfair to make these Navians try to tackle Audric Estime. <laughs> he's a he is an absolute he's monster. A, he's a load, and he's. I do worry it might end up being like a Josh Adams situation with the NFL, where the offensive line is so good that true. It's gonna have wide open lines, but he's he's a hoss. He he is a hoss. I've I, I very much liked him last year. Just yeah. he was complimented by. Yeah, we'll we'll get to the Hartman thing when we talk futures, but yeah, it was fun. The other week zero game, I believe, was USC. Caleb. It started at 8 o'clock. I was in bed by <laughs> midway through the first quarter. So Caleb Williams. Can't speak to that one. I did see in the box where Caleb Williams does what Caleb Williams yeah, does. Um, they could be inter- – I mean, they will be interesting this year. I I worry about their toughness and defense, but yeah, when definitely. they get punched well, in the mouth. They don't have to worry about the uh, the cold weather for one more year. Well, Interesting that Caleb They do come to South Bend before. in October. Yeah, but 50-50 chance that South it's Bend nice is gorgeous yeah. in October. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to do futures or lines for, for this coming week first? Let's do futures and then ends with then end with lines. All right. Sounds good. All right. You want to just kind of go back and forth? Yeah. I have. Well, let's see how to do that. I have 
a handful of Heisman's I want to talk about. Okay, same. I have a few team win over unders I want to talk about, and three um, college football playoff. Right, yeah. I want to talk I, about, and then there's one team slash player that I'm going to kind of hitch my wagon to this year. Same, at like basically sight unseen, and it's definitely going to backfire. But I'll get to that at the end. All right, I think I think you already know my team. Let's talk. Um, let's do some Heisman talk. All right, let's start. Hard. Let's start with the Heisman. Do I mean, you, we might as well because this will jump right into do my. Do you have a couple that? Mm-hmm. So the one that I'm hitching my wagon to, I'm saving for the end to talk about with the team. But I have, like, there's not a lot of, I guess, uh, mystery in mine. I really think those quarterbacks and, like, the plus. So going as short as Sam Hartman at plus 1,400, which is third on the board right now. very, very doable. Down to McCarthy Mayish at plus 1,800. Who's the second one you said? Uh, McCarthy Drake May. Oh, Drake May, yeah. They're at plus 1,800. And you have Kyle McCord sitting at plus 1,600 in there. I think there's a lot of value in those quarterbacks mm-hmm. because the one that I'm probably least convinced in would be McCarthy because I think they're going to run the ball. There's no chance that JJ. I, I love JJ, my favorite player in college football. There's no chance he wins the Heisman. They're not. He's not going to be able to put up the numbers to win it. But there, where I think it m- might happen is that schedule is very easy. There's going to be two games where. Like it should even be in doubt past the first second quarter. But that's that's the issue is he's not going to play. Harbaugh loves to go down the depth chart. The second and third string quarterbacks are going to be in as early as possible. And he loves doing that. And I have and I made this clear to you last year when talk about Michigan and McCarthy. I think he checks the athletic, the athletic box, the arm strength box. I worry about him just being like a good throwing quarterback. Yeah. We've never seen it sustained. Have not. And, I mean, we've seen some missed throws. Yeah. I think what could happen is, because last year it was still largely an unknown. They're like, is this dude going to kill mm-hmm. us with his arm? The two running backs are unbelievable. Unbelievable. If you're an opposing defense, based on the tape you saw last year, you have to say, McCarthy's got to beat us. Mm-hmm. If there's nine dudes in the box, it's almost going to be the what Notre Dame was seeing last year when Drew yeah. Prine was quarterback. You're going to have to be like, we have to sell out to the run, and if we get beat by a guy that doesn't have good tape, we get beat by a guy that doesn't have good tape. Yeah. As and a, that as a could Michigan lead fan, to a huge season. That, that, is, that would be a decent scenario because I do think J.J. has that. And if, and if he is not the guy that we thought he was, fair enough. We're not a, not a national championship level team. But, but you can't – I mean, if he's Stetson Bennett – you could, you could, if if all the other pieces. I mean, the rest yeah. of the team's not Georgia, but also Georgia this year is not Georgia last year. No, I still, so I still think they're probably they better than we are. But that's <laughs> another. But I think it's going to be based on how teams are going to, the looks they're going to see. It's going to be set up for him to have a big year. Yeah. If he doesn't have a big year this year, he's just not the guy. Yeah. Which you guys have another quarterback coming in. It won't be the end of the world. But it. You can't be an opposing defensive coordinator and play anything other than stacking the yeah, box. That's that's a, that's a good point. I hadn't considered that angle. Yep. The, the other three are like Drake May. I believe he was like runner up most of the At year last year. Plus eighteen hundred. That's yeah. super. That's one of the ones I have on my list. Last that is year, didn't super he get value. As short as like plus six hundred. I think at one I point. I can't remember. He Long had a ago. huge year last year. What I mean, could hold them back is winning games. Being not good. Yeah. Which I mean that, but. All of these guys that are at plus 1,500 or bigger, like there's a built-in reason that they're not 
up top with Caleb Williams. It just takes something going right, and you're pricing that in when you're betting on somebody that. And if Caleb Williams misses a couple games, this thing's wide open. And even if he doesn't, they love spreading the love. Yeah. Like if there is any chance that they can give it to somebody else, they're going to. That's just how voters work. The did you have before I talk to the about these guys? Did you have to talk about McCord or Hartman at all? No, not on both of them. Hartman is. The offensive line's unbelievable. He, all of these young receivers that for some reason didn't get to play last year are now playing and are very good. Yeah, your boy Merriweather, love him. He had, yeah, he had a big drop, but he's he's a stud. I mean, they have three very good young wide receivers, and the running game is so good that you can't just sit back in coverage. And again, if we look at historical markers, being twenty four years old is a big deal in college Definitely. football. We Absolutely. saw it with Hendon Hooker. We saw it with Stetson Bennett. These guys that are older, like, it's a massive advantage. And you saw it in the Navy game, there was one play in particular where Navy brought the house, and last year, Drew Pine eats that. He throws it into the ground, or he throws a pick. Probably and Hartman pick. might have somehow figured out how to do all three. Hartman just pump fake to one side of the field, escaped for two seconds, dude wide open in the end zone. I think we're going to see that a lot this year because – Again, you're going to kind of have to sell out to the run for them because the mm-hmm. offensive line running back is so good. And he could pick people apart. And there's enough juice on their schedule to where it's not like J.J. to where you could be up 35-3 at halftime Yeah, you're going to be in games. Going to be in games, he's going to have to sling it. And, and he's, he's what, 15th on the all-time passing yes. list? Like, he is an excellent quarterback. With no receivers previously and not yeah. a good offensive line. Lake Forest. They, and to be honest, but I mean, both our teams benefit from this. Being a Notre Dame quarterback is going to help. Yeah, oh, 100%. The last one I have with Kyle McCord is, which obviously you're a Michigan guy, not not an Ohio guy. Yeah, but logic is logic. These receivers are nuts. Yep. I mean, five stars that won't see the field. Um, I'd say the best wide receiver prospect since Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Probably. Calvin or Fitz. And, again, they – they don't have the toughest schedule either, but their big advantage is they're, they have Notre Dame out of conference. And I think they're going to let him sling it. And I, like we were just talking about this before we came on air, I don't think he has to be that good to put up huge numbers. Yeah, I agree. Um, Hopefully he's terrible. I mean, that would be, that'd be ideal. But even if he's average with those guys, he it, could put up un, unreal numbers. If I was ranking these fours on what I like most to least, I like Drake May the most, a yep. plus 1,800. Then probably McCord, Hartman, McCarthy. And then before we get to some of the ones you had, uh, my long, long shot is his odds have drastically changed now. But mm-hmm. Dion's kid. Yeah, I, I had him on my list too. They, they're they going to be bad. They're yeah. going to be really bad. Ten bucks on my pending one. Brings back five thousand dollars. Yeah, he's plus fifteen thousand right now on DraftKings. Yeah, so now we're down to so ten would bring what fifteen hundred back? Yeah, fifteen hundred back. <laughs> Do I look like a mathematician? I don't know. <laughs> His odds have shortened significantly over the last couple months, but still huge odds. When you're at something north of ten thousand, you're just looking for something in which there is a world in which it could happen. Like there, you're looking at a world where rushing plus. Receive, rushing plus passing yards, he breaks the all-time record. Yeah, like that. Certainly doable. I don't, I don't think it'll happen, but at plus fifteen thousand, yeah, yeah, why not? But that was all I had short of the one that, unless you mention this person, which I don't I mean, think you, you know will. who I'm going to mention. Yeah, I don't think you will. But 
I'll get to that one later. All right. So my number one is Spencer Adler. I am convinced <laughs> that this is an elite talent. I am absolutely convinced that you, this guy is going to light the world on fire this year. You, <laughs> he was unbelievable. He had a little bit of a, a dip. And he ended the year like a house on fire at South right, Carolina so say, last year. So you say that. And you started to turn me last year at the end of the year. Their bowl game mm-hmm. was against Notre Dame. Who cares? Bowl, bowl games mean Buckner nothing. Drast- Buckner, who we know at this point maybe isn't awesome, drastically outplayed this Un- Unconcerned. <laughs> Spencer was probably looking forward to exams. Like, he's got a lot on his mind. He's not concerned about playing you guys. Season's over. I, uh, I, so what's he at? Uh, he is at plus 6,000. I'm in. I'm in. Um, that being said, I do put a lot less stock in bowl games just across the board than most people. Outside of the two that matter, none of them matter. But even like like at that point, he's flirting on him. Am I going to go? Like It's a big game for him. I mean, yeah, there's there's obviously reasons to not agree is with the anything team, I just said. You may not know this. Is the team around him any good? I have no idea. Okay. That does not change the fact that they may show up later in some of my picks. All right. So did you have anyone else Heisman? No, those are. All right. There is one, one I want to get to later, but let's, did you do any um, team over-unders? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two big tens, an independent, and a big 12. I have two big tens, a Pac-12? Ooh. Or three big tens, a Pac-12, and an SEC. Okay, let's start do, big ten. Start with Big Ten. Who's your yeah. two? Michigan. Um, their their over under is plus ten and uh, ten and a half. Granted, there's a, a killer amount of juice. It's minus one thirty, but that implies that they're going to lose twice. I could like I I grew up in the Lloyd Carr, Rich Rod, Brady Hoke era. There is every chance that we lose to Ohio State, but you're telling me we're going to drop that one and another game? Nah, I'm out. Over. My uh, my teaser may come into play later here, but um, I I also had Michigan. Where, where I'm going back and forth is Michigan, Ohio State have the same number. Ohio State pays better. There's barely any juice. However, Ohio State comes to South Bend. That's the big, big difference. Yeah, they have far more of a chance to lose a different game than we do. So that's like I'm only going to do one of them. Um, the Ohio State could be a bit of an emotional hedge. For Notre Dame, mm-hmm. I this this time this week is different than this time last week. I think I'm more confident in Notre Dame in that game. Yeah, now. You, I feel like as a Notre Dame fan, you're um, you're tempering your expectations too much. As somebody who couldn't care less about Notre Dame, I think you guys are legit. I I, yeah. I am in on the Notre I Dame. I think train they can be. Year. I think they're right there in every single game this year. Yeah, definitely. Now, it's a coin flip. You could. I think you guys will be games. favorites against Clemson unless Clemson starts to really put some tape I, together. I think. So, too, and I put a pin in this one. Actually, we'll get to this because I think I haven't mentioned somewhere. I think we'll be favorites since USC. I can see that, too. It's here, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Um, That'll be a good game. That will be a good game, especially after, uh, I mean, he did the uh, Heisman pose against Notre Dame last year. So, hopefully, they got a little extra yeah. juice. Hopefully, oh, I hope it's snowing. That oh, would be I hope that it's snowing in 10 degrees. They may not get off the bus. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, all the snow melt the next day. <laughs> I'm not trying to live through snow in October. <laughs> who's your other Big Ten? Uh, Michigan State. That's a, I looked as I a low number, right? despise them. Actually, I take that back. I don't despise Michigan State as a 
institution as a football team. I hate Michigan State fans almost across the board. Never met one I didn't hate. Um, but their number is five and a half, and that's with plus 135. So they are home to Central Michigan and Richmond, put two on the board. That means they only need to win four of Maryland, Nebraska, and those are home, both very doable. And they go to Iowa, Rutgers, Indiana, and Minnesota. You're telling me they can't win four of those games? At, all four, all six of those are winnable games. With juice, I'd avoid it. But it, it, it being a plus, I, I like that. I, I mean, I honestly, I, I hope I would gladly lose that bet so that they didn't win six games, but uh, they're they're the kind of team and the kind of program that when people write them off like they are doing this year, they overachieve. Like it's just a fact of nature, and I can't help but think they're going to do it again. Let's go to. So I have an independent and a Big Twelve left. And I so got it, I got one more Big Ten. If you want to hit that yes. before we move on. Um, Penn State, and this is a hundred percent. I'm gonna get to Penn State. Hundred <laughs> percent James Franklin related. So we're gonna be on uh, opposite ends with Penn State. So they play twelve games, and the under is nine and a half. So I'm taking the under of nine and a half, meaning they win uh, nine games. They play Michigan and Ohio State. I've I've been told that they play well in home Columbus. With, yep, but home with Michigan. and home to Michigan, which is the situation. But you're, I mean, James Franklin's not going to beat either of those teams. And you're telling me James Franklin isn't going to drop a dumb one to somebody? Come on. He's going to. Wait till you hear what I have to say at the end of this episode. I, you're going to be. <laughs> so I don't. Penn State is kind of one. Like, I don't have. There's no historical beef between Michigan and Penn State. It's just funny when they lose. Especially, I don't it's like, like. It's like Arsenal. Like, I don't have any issues with Arsenal. But it's always funny when they lose. I don't like James Franklin. No. He is. Have I told you this? So we watched a, a show called Campus Eats. It's on Big Ten Network. He has a they like go to local restaurants like on campus and you know talk with people. Um, he has a burger named after him at a local place in Happy Valley. Is that where? Yes. Um, it's a turkey burger. That tells me everything I need to know about James Franklin. He never, never questioned my thoughts about him once I heard that. My problem, and this is not unique to college, uh, to just him. I mean, this is a college football coach thing, but he leads the pack with this. James Franklin thinks he's way better and cooler and yeah. a bigger deal than anybody else. Was he the bring your own juice guy? I think so. Oh my gosh. But he, like, he's not super successful. Like, why is he, why, I don't know why he's He was kind of good at Vanderbilt. Like kind of, kind of. Why is he mentioned with the? I, don't, I, just, I despise him. All that being said, I'm about to completely 180 that at the end of this episode. So, all right, fair um, My independent. So, Notre Dame at nine seems low. Yeah, and it pays out plus. What? Uh, so you guys play 12, I'm assuming. And we have three tough games. That means, got to win one of them. I. And if you lose all three, it's a push. I'm. That's hammer season for me. Like, there, there's no way you guys lose all three of those games. Would have to lose to a team to hit the under. Not only do you have to lose all three of those, which two of them are at home, you have to lose to a team like Wake. There's no like real juice on the rest of the schedule. Like you got Pitt. They're okay. Pitt, NC Wake, State's okay. Louisville, Duke, Stanford. There's no excuse for losing any of NC those games. State, Maybe um, NC State, but. NC State's at NC State. I mean, 
It is. I don't. In two weeks. I don't. I don't see any of those happening. And even a bad Notre Dame team, I still think squeaks out one of the three. I mean, a bad Notre Dame team went nine and three last year. Yeah, definitely. They beat beat Clemson. That's that's yeah. I'm in on that too. Oh, don't remind me of that game. Um, why you guys won? Oh, just kidding. <laughs> they won. <laughs> they won. Yeah, they won. I won heavy on. Cl- yeah. Some, um, somebody kept <laughs> getting you gassed up for that game. Can't remember uh, who. Um, before we get to my Big Twelve, what did you said you had some Pac twelve? Pac twelve, maybe. I, I have Colorado. Their number's three and a half. Plays out plus plus one fifteen. Um, so they play Colorado State, who, if I recall, is one of the worst teams in college football last year. Um, they get home dates against Nebraska, who, until I see it, I'm going to be convinced is terrible. Stanford, it's Stanford. Oregon State, who I've been told is supposed to be good this year, so maybe that's not an easy one. In Arizona. And they go to Arizona State and Washington State. Like you're cobbling together three wins from that group. I'm I'm in, especially a plus. And regardless, it's gonna be somebody that I'm watching every week. So might as well have some action on it. I won't do it, but I like the logic. Who was your SEC team? <laughs> I think you know. It's South Carolina. Uh their number is six, so they gotta win seven games. Um, they have Furman, Missouri, Jacksonville State, and Vandy. Like that's four pretty yeah. guaranteed wins. So you need three from UNC, Mississippi State, Florida, A and M, Kentucky, or Tennessee. Oh, save it! Spencer I, is gonna light those guys up. Yeah, if history tells us anything, he definitely will. Uh, he did light up Tennessee once. And I didn't even include Clemson, who he just beat. Yeah, he owns Dabo, I believe, is what the what the kids are saying. Did you have another SEC or no? Uh, no, that's that's it. That's My last one is Emaw. Oh, what are, what are they at? Eight and a half, and it pays plus. Over or under? Uh, over. So <laughs> nine and three. They are – that's their odds despite being third to win the Big 12. They did lose Deuce, though. Uh, they did, but they have uh, our boy back at quarterback. But you're looking at – Who's our boy? Um, the white fellow that can't throw. Sure. I always confuse him with the uh, the uh, Dolphins quarterback now. Basically the same person, but he's at K State now. Tua? No, the Skyler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I assumed. Um, so, SEMO Troy two wins right off the bat. Easy. Um, you have Missouri, UCF, Okie State, Texas Tech. Texas Tech's supposed to be decent this year, I think. Houston, who's supposed to be very bad. Um, KU, Iowa State, like. Yeah, I like that So a lot. you you can lose to TCU, which they very well may beat TCU, beat a much better TCU team last yeah, year. TCU, I wanted to take their under, but it's so lo- – like it's been built in that they're not actually going to be very good this year. And let, So let's just get crazy and say, Kate, they do lose to TCU, they do lose to Texas, and they drop a game they shouldn't drop. You still win. Yeah. They're going to have to lose both those games and drop two games. Yeah, they I like drop. that. So And it pays plus 130. Yeah. So – Let's um, let's do – do you have any more futures? Yeah, I have uh, a couple championship games. Also, in the Blitnikoff Award, Marvin Harrison Jr. is plus 250. That's free cash. He's going to win that award. Yeah. Like, a meteor would have to strike this planet for him to not win that award. Yep. I like that's, that. that's just free money. All right. Yeah, I have uh, – I'll get into championship games because I don't think you have any of those. I have just college football playoff. Okay, championship games. Uh, to win the Big Ten championship game, Michigan is plus one, 175, and Ohio State's plus 180. It's going to be one of those two teams. If you bet both of them, 
you come out ahead. To get into the championship game? No, this is to win it. Oh, to win it. To win it. So who are, they, who are they again? Uh, Michigan. Oh, you're saying Big Ten championship. Yeah, to win the Big oh. Ten championship But we're talking game. national. Play. Oh, no, sorry. Gotcha. All right. It's going to be one of those two. It, uh, I'm sh- Maybe. You'll see what I'm going to say. <laughs> if, if, this, if this case that you're about to make is anywhere near true, then and I'll take it back. But once again, I'm going to need to see it before I believe. It's going to be one of those two teams. Okay. You, you bet both of them, you win money. Okay. Uh, and to win the SEC championship game, South Carolina is plus oh, 10,000. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I, you, yeah, I may, I may no, already have it. You're definitely saying. Right, I have that, that's I and the rest from here is to make the playoffs. So to make playoffs, I like so you have Michigan, Ohio. Michigan pays a little bit better. Um, I'm guessing it's because they think like last year Ohio will have a little bit more grace. Yeah, that, I, that's 100. percent um, Whereas Michigan, I don't think you're going to be able to lose. No, a game. if you if we lose to Ohio State, it I, unless weird stuff happens elsewhere, it it will probably yeah. be a wraps. Um, so I'll. One of those, I mean, both both are minus. I don't. It's gonna. I'm be not. Weird. I'm not betting either of them at minus. Yeah. I, I would want. I would want some, some plus there. I like Oregon at plus five fifty. Oregon. I mean, you're you're kind of on your own there. I know very little about them. Sure. Heisman. I. I mean, <laughs> you've said that, but like. But I didn't actually take him as a Heisman. He, he has been very kind of good for a long time. Is there any reason to think that he's going to step into the next level? Old. I mean, yeah, but. It doesn't work for everybody. Sam Hartman, it works for because he was good young. Bo Nix was eh, young. It's a cool name, too, though. It is a cool name, which that's not nothing when it comes to voters. <laughs> um, and then the other one I had down, other one I'll get to at the end, was my long shot is A&M. Yeah, pays I, out 12 to 1. I like it. They got the dudes. It's almost certainly going to go poorly again, but 12 to 1, they could go 11. 11 to 1 gets them in. Definitely. Yeah. Honestly, ten and two might get them in. Like depending on what else happens elsewhere. Yeah. Um, I have USC plus two fifty to get in. I don't love it, but I'm always a sucker for talent, and they probably have the best player in the country. And outside of you guys, I'm not sure there's anybody that is even going to make them break a sweat. Oregon. <laughs> sure, sure, Oregon. Yeah. Um. So, so that's that's my last one. Um. Let's get to we'll do some uh, rapid fires on games we like this weekend. Yeah. And then I'll wrap up with the team that team slash player that I love. Yeah. I have three for this weekend. Um Florida State money line. I feel like we you have to have an opinion on this game. Really, it's the only good game. It's the only weekend. good game. So you have to Um I I don't I'm What's the what's the spread? It's pick'em. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um Obviously, it could go either way. LSU is pretty loaded and on where, talent. Where is it? Uh, it's Let me see. Because it says Florida State's a home team, but I think they play at uh, neutral site usually oh, okay. for this game. Um, it will be in Orlando. Oh. So. I mean, LSU will travel. It'll be, it'll yeah, be split. I, I'm – one more time, going to buy into the Florida State is back hype. Yeah, I, that is a I need to see it. Whereas I've seen it a little bit from your boy BK. I'm I, I like I like LSU. And there. that was a game LSU. Blew, remember last year when they lost that game? They yeah. did everything they could to blow that game, and yeah. they did. But it was a weird loss. It, it um, was a weird loss. I like uh, Clemson this week. 
I am a believer, although he looked terrible against Notre Dame last year, I am a believer in the new uh, quarterback. Yeah, so am I. Uh, that's Monday night football, so it's a primetime game. I think Dabo's going to Are they playing a real team? Uh, Duke. So. Huh? Minus 13. So, they yeah. win by two scores. Yeah, I don't hate that. Dabo, primetime. And then, um, you, you didn't have either of those, right? Nope. Okay. And then the last one that I am big on. I guess before we get to what you like this weekend, I'll just go ahead and do my whole thing right now. Sure. Penn State. I, I assume that's where we're going. Take me there. All right. West Virginia is supposed to be bad this year. Yeah. Um, they're minus 20 and a half in that game at home. The 20 and a half. I, up until four days ago, I knew nothing about this quarterback. Everything I've seen since then, it appears he could be a dude, dude. Like How many games has my man started? Uh, let's pull up his uh, – I'm going to set the mic down. I will answer this for you because he has started zero games. Yeah. He is – so his over – I have no idea the context of these games that he's appeared in, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, pretty good numbers what he's appeared in. It's probably mop-up time. But, like, I'm always going to be a sucker for this guy coming out of high school is the guy. Yeah, I and agree. He was a big time recruit. Um, let's see, two four seven had him as a five star, one hundred grade. Um, That's pretty good. Certainly looks apart. Six four and a half, two thirty. Supposed to be big athlete, big arm. I, I am against everything in my brain telling me different. I am going all in on Penn State that this is year. An insane take. I can't wait for this one to come back and get you. He is plus 2,500 to win the Heisman. I, I don't hate that. They There's are, a world in which that happens. They are plus 2,200 to win the title. That there is no world. Their that Big Ten odds are also juicy. I've, from what I've seen in college football, there's so many times where it's like this team's bringing everybody back. This team's going to be loaded. And then it, for one reason or another, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, definitely. And. Penn State is the one team in position. Outside of Ohio and Michigan, there's no one else in the Big Ten that can even True. Everyone else give is it a shot. I'm going to hitch my wagon to them. I like it. it. It's definitely a contrarian play, which is why it would pay out so well. I, I do like it. Problem is their head coach is not a very good coach. He's a terrible coach. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but I definitely understand and like your logic. So I'm starting with them this weekend. 20 and a half. Wrap us up with what you got for this weekend. All right. Um, also, going back to Drew Aller before we move off of him, he couldn't get on the field with Sean Clifford as their quarterback last year. My man was as average as it gets. That that's that's my big drawback on him. Is if he was really that dude, I think he would have played more last year. My only drawback is as I know, I don't know. Apparently, the running backs are very good. They're so I, awesome, but I mean, so I worry he's not going to have a ton of. I still think they'll do okay. And, and honestly, it's the same situation with JJ. Like, he's going to be in a situation that if he can throw, he's going to be good. All right, so I have, I have a couple different ones. I have a seven-point teaser. Um, it's actually all Big Ten. Uh, Nebraska plus seven against Minnesota, which moves it to 14. Tell me Minnesota's going to beat somebody by 14 points? No, thanks. Probably not. Uh, Michigan State moved that line to minus seven and a half, hosting Central Michigan. If you can't beat Central Michigan by eight points, I'm – that that other future's in trouble. They're on our schedule, so fingers um, crossed. Purdue hosting Fresno State. Move that to plus three. Should be able to beat Fresno State. Um, and then Iowa, or excuse me, Utah State travels to Iowa. 
they are 25 and a half point dogs. Seven moves that to plus 32 and a half. Iowa's not going to beat anyone this year by 33 <laughs> points. I am 100% sold on that concept. Um, so those four uh, with a seven-point teaser is plus 200. Like that. Um, and out west, this is just a, um alternate spread parlay. Washington minus 13 and a half against Boise State. Jared Zabransky ain't walking through that door. Sure. That running back sure that not. proposed to his girlfriend ain't walking through that door. Washington's got your boy, Michael Penix. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Michael Penix. Okay. I'm not going to lie. That's all I know about that. They have a really good receiver too, if I'm, if I'm correct. Um, and I moved the Utah spread against Florida to minus four and a half. Um, I don't know. I, I, they're, they have the best quarterback in the game. Um, they're a little bit more of a finished article than Florida. Um, put those two together and that pays out plus so one. Florida have Graham Mertz. How dare you? Is that where he ended up? I think it is. I was thinking they had a he might win the more athletic quarterback. He will 100% not win the Heisman. <laughs> um, I have Indiana plus 30 uh, hosting Ohio State. I just think, I mean, Ohio State's going to beat them and beat them bad. I think that there will be some uh, growing pains with that, with that offense. And by that, I mean I hope there's some growing pains with that offense. Um, so Indiana plus 30 and... I mean, I got silly the entire show. We might as well stick with it. I have South Carolina oh, no. beating North Carolina and Charlotte. Um, I think it's like a three and a half point spread, but I'll take the money line at plus 114. So, I mean, we'll see right off the bat. I mean, that's two of the three best co- quarterbacks in college football squaring off in Charlotte. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely what it is. I think it will come down to now. Like, it'll be fun this season. Both our teams should be in the mix for a playoff spot. Mm -hmm. And you will largely be judged on South Carolina, and I will be judged on Penn State. I'm very comfortable. I'm more comfortable with this than you should be. Heisman slash title. Franklin, (laughs) lifetime extension. Frank Martin, lifetime extension. (laughs) So next week, we are going to start the documentary review, and we have chosen the first doc. Um, Are you familiar with the Bishop Sycamore Let's call it Scandal from a couple years ago that played IMG. Yes, absolutely. I So I I will admit, I started it last night. I got like 30 minutes into it. Uh, So I think there's another hour. All-time funny so far. That's great. This dude, absolutely well. We'll save it for the review, but do that. It's called BS High. It's on HBO Max. I Stories like this of basically like con men, it it just... that's my love language. Murder mysteries and con men. Absolutely. Oh, serial killers. Yeah. Absolutely love. If you, if someone could somehow put all three into a thing, like a BTK situation, we'd really be cooking. Could, it could happen. Yeah. So the, the basis of this is like, it's like a, a book club, like a book review, yep. just for people who aren't reading books or watching documentaries. Yep. Um, if you, if you want to follow along, maybe watch it this week so you know what we're talking about. Um, and you can even... Let's mention a couple of the hits from the previous pod. So this was a, I, on a sliding scale as far as segments on the previous pod went. A popular segment. Yeah, this one worked um, well. We did Keith Rainier 
with the Nexium, Nexium right? Cult. Yep. Which there's a, lo- a long series on HBO. Pervert. Max. Definite pervert. Um, Big into volleyball. Loved volleyball. Who doesn't? Um, we had John Bonet's Killer come on the show. Yeah, Not was... really though. I. I <laughs> <laughs> We might strike that from the record, but uh, <laughs> like the record show, definitely not John. Definitely Bonet's not John Bonet's killer. But someone from that documentary came on, which was yeah, it was a uh, casting John Bonet. It yeah. was so they were like making a, a musical or something about it. Like and a he play was, of yeah, what yeah, happened? Yeah, he was one of the actors that was like auditioning for had it. Some, had some good, funny insight. But he like we were we were talking about it, and we're like, oh, let's let's tweet to this fella um, and see. And he he responded to us on the air. We got him in the Zoom call, and it and went from there. It went. It was, maybe on a it's not normal a from the vault episode. We'll we'll mix that one back in there. Uh, we have to hope we have all those raw files actually from before, which you never know with us. Raw files and time zones seem to get us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll do that next week. Um, or we'll get into NFL futures. Yep. Not just week. a college football show. Yep. Some NFL. Lots of NFL. Honestly, I prefer betting NFL. Yeah. I love NFL. Man, I. I'm so ready for Scott Hansen to say seven hours of commercial free football. I'm ready for the Octobox. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll do a lot of NFL next week and it will get, I mean, it'll get a little bit more structured. We'll have proper segments and all, but it'll, it'll pretty much be free flowing. Talk gambling, sports, cards, current events. Uh, we didn't really get into cards today, but we'll get into that. It's uh, we'll kind of be uh, just kind of a dude's rock type situation. <laughs> Social media handles? Um, good. Are you, are you interested in? Uh, uh, good. Do you know them? No, I don't. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna give out hours. Okay, yeah. Let's give out hours for now, and we will link to the. So others. on on Instagram and X, I am at hosted by Jay Hall, and I'm I'm assuming you're at O'Connor Kyle on both. Everywhere. Yep. Um, we'll get a show TikTok rolling. Um, but yeah, if there's anything you want to hear, if there's any guests you want to hear from, um. We oddly have a little bit more of an expanded Rolodex than you would as than most than, would do. More than uh, more than we deserve. So, uh, if there's anyone you want to hear from, any topics you want to hear about, nothing's too weird. We're ready to rock. Honestly, the weirder the better. Yeah. If there's uh, if any of you are zoologists, we'd like to have Jordan would like to have you on the show. Yep. Big zoo. Big zoo guy. We'll, we'll definitely get Josh on at some yeah. point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a wrap. You have anything, Dad? No. All right. We appreciate uh, downloads and, you know, whatever. Whatever makes podcasts popular, we'd appreciate it.